What's up, guys? Alex here, AJNashville.com. Might have to come up with a, a new intro for my New Year's resolution, right? Wait until January 1st and come up with a new intro, release it, be good to go. That's kind of what my podcast is on today, and and I bring this up because I'm hearing a lot of it now, and I'm sure you are too, where people are talking about, yeah, that's a, that's a great thing. I'm going to start that in the new year. And the reason why I bring it up is because what is the new year? What does the new year mean? Is there a change that suddenly takes place internally when the new year starts, right? Your body, your biological clock or whatever resets and says, hey, it's January 1st, brand new. Everything bad you did last year, gone. Everything bad you ate, no longer here. Everything that you should have done, don't worry about it. It restarts today. Is that what happens? Because I feel like a lot of us, at one point in our lives, believed that that's kind of what took place. It's like a new beginning, right? It's like we jumped in into a ship, and it was back with the Christopher Columbus days, and we jumped into a ship, and we said, wow, what's that What's that piece of land right there? Let's, let's call that America. I don't even know. That, that's not how that went down. I don't know why I even said that. But you get what I'm saying. It's like new year, new me, when we can start new me now, right? New me now. New me now means that we don't wait until the opportunity allows itself to set a time. We give the opportunity a time. We give the opportunity a timeline. See, your goal doesn't have to take all of 2024 in order for you to accomplish, nor does it even have to enter into 2024 for you to start. The cheers at midnight with the champagne and the celebration that may, maybe you earned. Maybe you didn't. I don't know. I'm not here to judge. But either way, you celebrate. You promise yourself to do something that it is likely will not be done. Unless we go back to one of the previous episodes where we talk about putting our plans in place where we talk about setting the metrics for what we have to do in order to achieve and succeed. We talk about tracking. We talk about all those little pieces that are necessary in obtaining and gathering the steps necessary to meet and exceed our goals, right? But again, it doesn't have to start January 1st. So what I'm going to encourage you right now, it is likely that you have something in your sights. How are you going to get there? What does it take to achieve the things that you want to do now? What does it take to get to where you want to be tomorrow and the day after and the day after? See, the fact of the matter is, regardless of what your New Year's resolution may be or could have been, right, if you fell into that same kind of trap like most of us do, where we wait till January 1 to make the changes, Instead, how about we commit to improving 1% per day? How about we commit to doing some of the things that we thought we would never do because we were too afraid of the result being failure? I, I coached a class yesterday, and I coached this class. Uh, I had a gentleman on that is a very successful individual out of Michigan, and he taught a class on doing videos. And we worked on this class together. And the good thing is the room of people that were within this class 
had very few excuses on why they weren't doing videos because some were trying, some had some things, you know, they were, they were working up to, but there was commitment at the end that everybody did and everybody does and everybody do what they have to in order to achieve the results that they want. In this particular scenario, the excuses were limited because they knew excuses weren't going to fly. It wasn't like they had excuses like, I don't know if they're going to like what I put out there. Of course they're going to. They tune into that for a reason. They gather that intel that you share with them for a reason. And a lot of times we decide to have a paralysis on something that we're trying to do because we know we're not going to get into it perfect. There's not perfection in our initial action. And if you look at some of the things maybe you did years ago and some of the things that you do now, there's probably a disparity of how well you were then and how good you are now. For example, maybe you golf. Think about the first time you swung a golf club. Did you hit it? Did you shank it? Did you miss it? What about now? What happens now when you swing? What changed? Is it practice? Is it time? Is it effort? Is it teaching? Is it all the things you probably did to perfect that thing you wanted to do that you now do better? You know, there's a portion of talent that goes into some of the achievements that people have. That's, there's no question about it. There's a portion of talent. There's a big portion of dedication and hard work. See, people say, oh, you can outwork anyone. You can. You can outwork anyone supposedly, or you can outwork plus outlearn plus analyze plus follow mentors and do all these things to collectively shrink down every piece I just talked about. That's what makes people great. The commitment to doing those things. See, so that January one goal that you have, don't wait, go ahead and start down the path of education. Go ahead and start asking the questions necessary. You know, the, the people most receptive to questions are the people that have already succeeded in the areas that you have questions about. You ever, you ever notice that? I hear people all the time. They're like, oh, that guy's an asshole because he's got money. No, the fuck he doesn't. That's why he's an asshole. The people that actually do are very humble for the most part. And I'm saying this is a general statement, right? The people that actually do are pretty humble for the most part. Why? Because they've been down that path. They recognize where they've been and they want to give back because they want to see other people succeed. It's the people that are afraid of having their success taken from them by having somebody that's going to do their job better arrive. So instead, don't be afraid to ask the questions, to pursue the things, to utilize the knowledge. You get an audiobook, for example. 10-hour audiobook. That's 10 hours with that person that is the expert in the field that you're learning from. Whatever that book was titled, you wanted to learn from that field, you've got the expert right there and he's teaching you or she's teaching you for 10 hours or 8 hours or whatever the length of the book is. But see, a lot of times we want to get better on some, at something, but we're not willing to jump in and do it. I have a buddy of mine. I'm, I'm very fortunate. I, I've actually had a lot of buddies. I always say that I have a buddy of mine. I have a lot of buddies, but I wanted to get into building this website for the Bethesda Bombers travel softball team. By the way, this team's going to be ripping it. There's no question about it. Between the leadership and the talent that's on this team, it's going to be insane. 
I can't wait to celebrate the victories these girls will see, not only in and on the ball field, but as young ladies as they continue to grow. But anyways, that's besides the point. I wanted to build out this website. I know nothing about IT. But instead of making excuses and saying I know nothing, I jumped into it headfirst. What I do, I went on and I purchased a web domain. And then what I do, I went on and I utilized the tools that GoDaddy has for you in order to start building. And then what? I asked questions. Why? Well, because if people see that you're putting the effort towards your goal, but they see you're not doing it right or you're not doing it well, they're more willing to help you. Why? Because they're not wasting their time. They know that you're willing to try to do the things necessary in order to create the success or the desired result that they know and could probably do in their sleep. But when you demonstrate the things, now you're getting taken serious. I saw a lady yesterday. She posted on iHeart Spring Hill. For those of you that aren't local here, iHeart Spring Hill is a massive community page. And you see all kinds of things on there, all kinds of things. And this lady said, does anybody recognize this porch? My son worked all summer for this PlayStation and it got delivered to the wrong address. I already know whoever finds this is probably not going to give it back. They're going to keep it. And I thought to myself, that's fucked up. Why would you suggest to a community that you're asking for help, that the community isn't or doesn't possess the integrity necessary to return an object that doesn't belong to them. See, right off the bat, that person is turning people away with negativity. See, because we're more likely to help somebody that says, I know this is a great community. My son worked hard all summer for what's in that box. And I know because we're surrounded by neighbors that we can trust that somebody will help me find this porch and return the item. I would love If you could help me out, which post sounds better, which post probably makes you want to do something to help. See, it's little things like this, the way we communicate, the way we talk that we don't realize has an impact on the things we do, the impact on the people around us, the impact on the outcome of the results of the efforts that we put into something. We talk about January 1 that magical day. And listen, we're a month out. You want to know what's cool about being a month out? Imagine if you were going to enter into a race that nobody knew about for 30 days prior to the race even starting. What would you do if you wanted to win that race? Would you work a little bit harder? This way, when the date came where the race was announced and everybody got off their ass and they started to work, you were 30 days ahead. Maybe you are that athlete that just works year-round. Wouldn't you put in some extra effort, some extra rounds? Or would you wait till the day that the race was announced to the public and say, okay, it's time to do what I should have done 30 days ago? The fact is, we're entering a time of year that many self-employed people forget that there's 30 days, 31 days actually, that exists in this month. Yes, there's days that we allocate and we separate and we don't make time for anybody but the people important to us. But we still have to get in, put in the effort, and bust ass. This is like a severe cold that pops up every year for loan officers and real estate agents. 
where everybody just shits the bed for the month of December because, oh, no one's buying a house. Yeah, they are. They're just not buying one with you. No one's financing a house. They are. They still need money. It's just not yours, and it's not from you. Nobody's closing deals. They do. They will, just with somebody else, not with you. This is one of the most impactful months for some people. They want to be in a home by Christmas. They want to be in a home by New Year's, whatever the case may be. That means we have to work harder. We work harder, and then when our biological clock resets on January 1, we just do it all over again. Right? Because that's what happens come January 1. You, the listener, knows that that's not factual. In fact, the only thing you wake up different with on January 1 that you didn't on December 31st is a hangover, likely. Right? That's the only thing that kicks off the new year. Beyond that, it's just another day. I'm 42 years old. I tell you what, it's just another day, and it comes quicker than I thought it would, and it ends faster than I thought it could. And how do I measure that? I measure that because I look at my children as they continue to grow and realize my days with them are limited. We want to do what we can to make the best impact now. Whatever it is you're planning for January 1, start now. If you have nothing you're planning for January 1, get some fucking goals and get to work. It doesn't have to be difficult. What could you change in your life? Is it your health? Is it your wealth? Is it your spirituality? Do you want to go to church? Do you want to go to the gym? Do you want to spend more time with your husband or wife? Do you want to take a vacation? What is it that you want to do? I want to thank everyone for tuning in. I trust that all of you had a great Thanksgiving. Thank you for your support. I'm grateful for you. Have a good one.